to Four Winds and June Guys. This has been a long two weeks of basketball. Uh, it's kind of crazy here, but it's even crazier in the NBA, so let's just get right into it. Yeah, I know the topic that uh, Dan in here is itching to talk about is his boy Draymond. Um, shocker, he gets in another fight. But I think this one he's been waiting to do for a while, not to lie. Yeah, he's been up to his old antics, and you can kind of see it throughout the beginning of the season build up to something. The last couple of games, you know, he's getting cooked by Donovan Mitchell. He got a tech, and he was thrown out of that one. And then his next game, he had Anthony Edwards go off on him in the fourth quarter, just torch him. He was trying to get under his skin. That didn't work. <clears throat> and then you play the Timberwolves again, and before the first points are scored, he gets himself ejected. In uh, epic fashion, we would say. he. Uh, it all starts with Jaden McDaniels and Clay. Clay is like kind of boxing out. He kind of grabs Jaden McDaniels a little bit. Nothing too crazy. And Jaden McDaniels starts to freak out. So him and Clay start getting this little scuffle. Um, and then next thing you know, Rudy Gobert grabs Clay. And so Draymond doesn't like that. And he sees an opportunity. So he goes and jumps on Rudy Gobert and starts choking him out. Yeah. And just breaking it down, it's like, Whoa, Draymond did too much. And initially, I will defend Draymond because Clay and McDaniels get in a little scuffle. I think it's more of McDaniels because Clay's just boxing him out. He has a hand on him, right? But then McDaniels mm. grabs his hand, grabs Clay's jersey, and is throwing him around. And Clay was, is like, Well, I'm not going to fall down, so I'm going to grab your jersey kind of thing. Yeah. Then Gobert comes in and tries to grab Clay. And I think that's like an unwritten rule in the NBA that you don't grab your opposing team's player to bring him out, even if you're separating it. And so that's what Draymond saw initially. And so he goes after Rudy Gobert. But then the rest, just to like choke him all the way down the court. Yeah, there's no excuse for that. I mean, it was hilarious. And obviously, like, Draymond, it makes sense that he's going to get suspended for five games because of it. Like, it, that seems right. But at the same time, like, I respect, like, defending your teammate. Like, if I saw someone getting choked out, or I was the one getting choked out um, because I touched my other teammate. Like, I would want someone backing me up like Draymond did. For sure, yeah. And Gobert's comments after, he's like, you know, Draymond tries to do everything he can to get a tech and thrown out of the game when Steph's not playing. And all the those things, he's like clownish behavior. I'm like, it's funny coming from Gobert because he's the clown that shut down the league with COVID and everything. But... Um, and other amongst other things that he's done, but yeah. uh, in all in all fairness, yeah, Draymond needs to clean up his act. Like we understand who he is, but I think sometimes he gets too much of himself. He kind of goes over the limit, and that's what he did. Yeah. And the five game suspension, I think, I totally agree with it. Yeah, he's gonna lose over seven hundred thousand dollars because of suspension. So it's a it was a pretty penny to chuck out Rudy. But I think Draymond's been wanting to do that for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows what impact it'll have on the Warriors. I mean, the rest of that game, the young guys stepped up. We should have won that game, but we didn't. But we'll see the next five games. Who's going to step up? They've only had two scorers that have scored over 20, now with Sarge and Pazemski. Mm -hmm. uh, but where's the, those points coming from? Yeah. Well, another thing, I feel like lots of teams have said the same thing about the Timberwolves. It's like, we should have won that game. Um, so, like, the Timberwolves off the hot side, they're, what, 8-3 and three now? Mm -hmm. They got blown out by the Suns last night. But they're off to a hot start. I mean, they beat the Celtics. They beat the Warriors twice. They beat the Nuggets. It's like they're beating all these good teams. Are the Timberwolves a real team? 
I mean, I think if they're all healthy and they're all playing together, Anthony Edwards has definitely stepped up. He's assumed that role where, as before, it was like, oh, is it Cat's team or Ed- Edwards' team? Now it's clearly mm-hmm. Edwards. And that last play against the Warriors, he drove and he got a double team kicked out to Conley, like wide open three. He's making the right decisions. So mm-hmm. I think the sky's the limit with Edwards on your team. It's just, you know, how are they going to play? The, they don't really have too much experience. That's the only thing. Yeah, they need to start meshing well. And obviously throughout the regular season, that will come as well. Anthony Edwards is showing to be a good leader, so it'll come. Mike Conley's that season vet point guard that they needed, so he's going to help a lot. Um, but I think the biggest question mark is what are they going to do with Carl Anthony Towns? Because honestly, like if you watch the games, you could make the argument that they play better with Nas Reed on the floor versus Carl Anthony Towns, which is a pretty big monetary difference mm-hmm. um, in the team. Yeah, I think yeah, with that you get more defense with Reed, like, like even though he's not like known as a defender, he tries. Whereas Cat kind of just sags off and lets yeah. Rudy do it. But we'll see. We'll see if you can win with two bigs. That's kind of where their their team is at. Yeah, I will just say to Timberwolves fans, you gotta chill out a little bit. I know it's exciting. You're beating the top teams and all, but it's the regular season, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, chill out. It's not. Don't go too crazy. You guys need to calm down. You got a good team, but not a great team, right? And we know what happened to the Jazz last year. They were the first in the West in the first 10 games or something, and then you look what happened. So true. don't get overexcited. Uh, in other news, Harden trade, traded to the Clippers finally, and they're 0-5, I think. No, and 6. 0-6 with them. Yeah. So, I mean, the last game was the most promising one. I think they played the, the Nuggets, and they, they went all the way to the, the wire there. It was like a, a Paul George wedgie three that, you know, stuck in the rim. But, uh, that was hilarious. But, yeah, I mean... The losing six game streak. Okay. But, yeah, despite that, like, it's been terrible. I think that's the one bright spot. So we'll see if yeah. there's, things are on the turnaround right now. But uh, what do you think about that? You think they, they all need to start, come off the bench? Who's going to give up what, right? I mean, I think they can all start. I mean, you got to put, put your best players on the floor. Um, and that's what they're doing. I mean, Trey Mann is coming off the bench. You can make an argument maybe he starts at Russell Westbrook. But I think Paul George plays his best basketball with Russell Westbrook. He played his best basketball in the last season. He played his best basketball at OKC that year with Russ. So you kind of have to have Russell Westbrook on the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the problem here. I think it's just a matter of gelling. I think Tyron Lue will do a good job because he's a really good coach. Um, Tyron Lue in the trade first happened said, Give me 10 games. Granted, they had six of them. They've not looked good. But I think we should just give them 10 games, let them figure it out, and see what happens after. Because they got a lot of talent, and they should be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also acquired Daniel Tice. Uh, so Pissed th- me off. Now you have, like, how many bigs do you have? Zubach, well, Tice, and Plumlee. out for a while. Plumlee's out for a so while. So that's why, because Daniel Tice got bought out by the Pacers. He's going to sign with the Clippers kind of fill that Mason Plumlee hole. Okay. Which pissed me off because I really wanted him on Celtics again. Yeah. I was like, oh, he gets bought out, and then he's on the Clippers. Tice, he's a menace. He's a menace, but he's a Celtics legend right there. Yeah. So the Clippers got a good one. So, I mean, that, you know, involves some more things, uh, different pieces. I mean, I think if you kept the Clippers starting lineup with, like, Westbrook, Mann, Paul George, Kawhi, and Zubak, and then you brought um, Harden off the bench 
and then you kept Zubats in there, and you could play like pick and roll with Harden. It could be Harden's yeah. team in the second unit. I mean, he is a system. He could be his own system in the second. I don't know, but like you said, I think I trust Ty Lue. He's one of the best coaches like right now, and I think like you know with LeBron, you know, being one on his yeah. team, like you know, it's usually LeBron's team. Yeah. But when he was coach, he was a good coach. Exactly, he's a good coach. He'll be he's being able to handle personalities like LeBron and Kyrie before. So he'll be able to handle this, no doubt. Um, but we also have to talk about the other side of the Harden trade is the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave up Harden. They only got back a couple like Nick Batum and Robert Covington and like KJ Martin, I think. Yeah. And two first round picks. Mm-hmm. So like, it's a pretty good deal for the Sixers, but they gave up an, the assist leader of the league last year for role players. Yeah. And it's worked out for them. Yeah, I think that was a good trade. They needed to move hard in any way, so mm-hmm. might as well get anything you can. And I feel like they got a lot for him. Yeah. He's a you know last he has one more year on his contract, and he's an old guy mm-hmm. who's you know trying to find his place in the league now because yeah. he doesn't perform in the playoffs. I mean, he does, but not in, when it matters. Yeah, and you get those role players, and yet allowed Tyrese Maxey to step up, and yeah. boy, has he turned out to be insane! Like putting up fifty points, like. Yeah, it's addition by subtraction. Man. I know it's the Sixers. You but. take out Harden, you give Tyrese Maxey the time to shine. Um, I was watching that that Celtics Sixers game last night, and it's uh, it's fun watching Tyrese Maxey because he's like an electric player. Yeah, he makes the right reads. Now he does everything he needs to. He compliments Joel Embiid very well. But I, I was talking with some friends. I was like, Tyrese Maxey's like that soccer player who plays basketball at <laughs> rec league. He's like really fast, and that's like all he has. He doesn't really have a bag. He doesn't really like have the handles or anything, but he's just super fast. So he can't stay in front of it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's he's a little better than that, but yeah. <laughs> that's what he reminds me of. No, true. It's a fair, uh, fair assumption. But uh, I think that that just the overall like locker room and like the the team chemistry without Harden is better. Like, yeah. I know we don't have to go into the rant that that Dallas Mavericks uh, reporter did. Yeah. But, that was- he had that. It was nice. Yeah, was he was ready. <laughs> but, I mean, the Sixers, their main flaw is time and time again, they learn that they just talk trash to Al Horford. Yeah. And they need to not do that. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, they're booing him every time he comes to Philly now. I'm like, why are you booing him? Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't do anything to you. You traded him. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't request to leave. There's no bad blood. Like, he signed with you guys. Yeah. Like, But every time they boo him and then the fans start chirping, and Al Horford gets cooking, and he clamps and beef, <laughs> and they lose. You know, it's time and time again. It's so funny. Uh, that was fun to watch. The only time. man who can consistently stop and beef is some old Dominican family man. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. That. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, like, we'll see with those teams. They're kind of – the Sixers are off to a good start, but the Clippers aren't. Um, we'll see. But we wanted to go through some rapid-fire takes here. Uh, we'll just go back and forth between me and Corey. But um, first, let's see. Rockets and Pacers, are they this year's kings? They're off to fast starts. Yeah, I mean, Emu Udoka, uh, thoughts aside on him, but he's got those boys in Houston playing well. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks playing well. Fred Van Fleet's leading the charge. Um, that rookie, Sar Thompson, or no, it's Amen Thompson in Houston. The Sars in Detroit. Um, they're playing well. They're just hooping. They beat the Nuggets on the road last, oh no, uh, they were at home. Um, yeah. um, but they beat the Nuggets, which is a good win. They got one of the top five defense in the league. Like they're just hooping. And then the Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton and his 
probably a top five point guard in the league right now. If not top three. He's, yeah, he's a beast. I'd say top five, yeah. I mean, with what, his 38 assists and zero turnovers, yeah, something it's like that. Yeah, it's insane. He's, he's doing these career been shots. The point God this season. Yeah. Yeah, I think, the, you know, honestly, the Team USA players, they're balling out. Yeah, they are now. Yeah. Before they took them third. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Mavs' strong start. Luka and Kyrie have been carrying the load, but yeah. I think it's their role players, like Derek Jones Jr., Seth Curry. You have your boy Grant Williams. Like, and, and Hardaway. Hardaway's coming out. Like, yeah, they're, they're all playing well. Luka's making them open. It's, you know, they're playing good basketball. Jason Kidd's doing a good job. Grant Williams is playing well, which makes me happy, but it was just sad seeing him in the Mavs jersey, you know. I miss him in Boston. Yeah. And that guy, what's his name, Green? I oh, yeah, Josh Green. Josh Green. He's he's a good hustle player. Yeah. So Derek Matt, Lively's cl- – uh, no, that's the Pelicans. No, no Derek Lively's yeah, yeah. on Mavs. Yeah. I get my rookies mixed up. But, yeah, no, they're they're an interesting team. We'll see if they can keep it up, right, because it's yeah. like that team's going to go as far as Luka wants them to. Oh, exactly. So we'll see about that. Also, in other news, the Bulls, they're looking to sell. It looks like Zach Levine has been talked about with the Lakers, um, other teams. The Sixers, the Heat, are they linked to him? Um, I'm guessing it's probably going to be one of those three who buy on him. I'm not the biggest fan of Zach Levine. Like, he dropped 50 earlier this year, but it was at zero assists, which yeah. I think is that's a bad game. I don't think it's a good sell. Taking all the shots, yeah. Like, if you're not making your teammates open and you drop 50 and you lose... Like, that's just a bad game. Yeah. So, we'll see. The, I feel like the Bulls are just trying to see what he's worth, see what they can get out of him. Yeah. So, we'll see about that. They're in an interesting spot with DeRozan and Levine, though. Um, and then the Suns, they still haven't had their full team. We thought we were going to get it last night, but then again, you know, it's like circus. Who's going to yeah. be out, sit out tonight? Surprisingly, not KD. He's played every game. Yeah. But Book and Beal have both been hurt at previous times. Uh, last minute last night, they said, oh, Beal's out, back injury. It's like, <sighs> one day, yeah, one day KD will get that super team play. <laughs> and they can do that because even with the new rules, with uh, load management, they can still do that because they have three all-stars. So yeah. as long as what is it, one of them's playing. You can only sit one like all-star, all-NBA guy. Yeah. So they can sit one at a time. Yeah. So maybe they just do that the whole season. Who yeah. knows? But probably not. Uh, we also have Lakers. The Lakers are off to shocker. Slow start. You signed Terry and Prince and Gabe Vincent and all Can't these finish. other bums, <laughs> and you think you, you got trash in the treasure, but guess what? You just got trash. Like, yeah. Shocker. Yeah, it's that's interesting. Their lineup always changes. I feel like they've kind of got some continuity now with having Austin Reeves come off the bench, but even then, it's just LeBron and it's. You know him, and if AD wants to play well, if he chips in, yeah. then they they play well. But um, you know, it starts with I. It always starts with AD. Like LeBron's gonna be there, Austin Reeves gonna be there. Yeah. AD, where are you at? Uh, so we'll see about them. Bucks. This one, I think we both saw it coming with the trade. I mean, that was my one concern with the Dame Lillard trade. Two pair of eyes, you could see it. Yeah. Like, the Bucks suck at defense. Yeah. It's like you're giving away the, one of the best defenders in the league for, yeah. you know, sure, Damian Lillard's better offensively than, than Holiday, but it's mm-hmm. not like disparity. It's just yeah. the clutch time. That's what you paid yeah. for. You paid for Dame time, right? You don't play for defense. And so. where's Dame time then? 
they really you have don't, that many clutch off, moments. But they don't have clutch moments. Because they're getting blown out yeah. if they, they don't play well. Exactly. And then they, their two guards, Damian Lillard and Malik Beasley, are both just traffic cones. I mean, you got Malik Beasley out there guarding Tyrese Halliburton, and he's not even moving oh, his yeah, feet. Oh, yeah, that's a card. He literally just dribbles past him, and Malik Beasley's like, where'd he Oops. go? <laughs> <laughs> so the Bucks need to figure out something. They're going to have to trade for some defense. You know, They could trade for Alex Caruso. Yeah. I saw that flowing around there. Huh, interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah, but there, this team is not going to win the championship if they don't learn. No, they need to learn how to play out. defense or get someone that does. Yeah, because uh, I mean you have Brook Lopez and Giannis, but yeah. it's the perimeter that's it's a perimeter yeah. game. The teams are going to shoot all the threes they want. In today's modern era, you're going to get cooked. Yep. But another team getting cooked is the Cavs, which is kind of shocking. They're off their sub 500 to start. I think they're four and six. And it's like they're just struggling. And two of those wins are against the Warriors. But, uh, yeah, they're relatively off to a slow yeah. start. We'll see if they can figure it out. Like, they have Allen and and Mobley, the two bigs. It's interesting, these teams that have the two bigs that are trying to win that are kind of young, right? So it's like yeah. you have the Cavs, T-Wolves. They're kind of the same team, honestly, if you look at it. Yeah. But, but you have more explosive guards in, for the Cavs. Yeah, exactly. And I think... Um, for the Cavs, it's interesting because you went from last year where everyone was hyping them up like well, the best young cores in the league. Yeah. But now you're kind of scared like if you don't play well, is Donovan Mitchell just gonna leave? Mm-hmm. So like you gotta be worried about Donovan Mitchell and like keeping him happy. So you gotta win now, mm-hmm. or else if Donovan Mitchell leaves, you really don't have much. Yeah, I think last year's playoff run was very disappointing for them because yeah. they had all these high hopes. You thought they were gonna be kind of what the he ended up being yeah. kind of like an underdog, but then they lose to the Knicks. Thought they would give the Bucks a run for their money, yeah. but obviously both of them fell short in five. Yeah, so we'll see what happens to them. I think it's just more continuity. I don't know if you need to add a piece or get rid of Karis LeVert because like he's a great player, but doesn't really fit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's move on to Wemby. Wemby, he's the leading scorer for the rookies right now. Uh, you know. It's hard to like say where he ranks in the NBA because yeah. he's like so good. He's so good, but like at the same time, like his team is so bad. Yeah, like everyone around him is just garbage, mm-hmm. and so like he's playing well, but like the team isn't. Like the Spurs are still probably the worst team in the league, like statistically speaking. Yeah, um, I'd say the second best is Vassell. Yeah, I mean even then he's, he's like hit or miss. It's like Wemby's super fun to watch, so everyone's watching the Spurs games. But then as soon as Wemby checks out, you're like, wow, this is really an NBA team? Yeah. Like, they, they're bad. Yeah. And they're really hit or miss. Like, you know, if the like you just don't know what you're going to get with them, right? Yeah, So exactly. it's like sometimes they'll be good, they'll beat the Suns, sometimes they'll be terrible and lose to the, I don't know. Hornets. Hornets, yeah. So it's like, you never know. But Wemby, you know, I... I, he's like top ten already. Like, <laughs> no I don't know about that one. Bait, I, I like, don't know bait, that. like <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Top tw- top twenty. Give me that. Yeah, I give you top fifty. Fifty. You top fifty. I'm just saying as a player, it's, it's like, been ten games. It's like Calm you want him on your. I don't know. He's just he's insane. He's he's everything that they hype him up to be. Even though it's annoying all the hype, but he is. He's insane. I don't know. We'll see what happens the rest of the season if he stays healthy. Yeah, but the Grizzlies sadly are. They're on, they're struggling. Sadly, no, I mean, we like it. No, no, we I'm a Grizzlies it. fan now yeah, because yeah. of Marcus, uh, Smart, Marcus Smart, which he just rolled his ankle, which is adding to the injury list for the Grizzlies. Smart Jaws obviously out with the suspension. 
Um, it just injuries are stacking up. Uh, Steven Adams out for the year. Yeah. Like they're just struggling. They're two and eight right now, and they're just hard time finding wins. Yeah, they won't find that many more without Ja, in my yeah. opinion. Like I mean, Desmond Bain, your leading scorer, has not been a. We saw the Lakers do last year. They were like what zero and eight to start, and they made the playoffs. Yeah. So like, maybe the Grizzlies can do it when Ja comes back, but. They're going to have to work, work cut out for them, for sure. It's going to take a lot. And I don't know if Derrick Rose has been playing, but he hasn't really added much to that either. He's, been, he's not been bad. He's, he's been decent. But, uh, yeah, they're just waiting for Ja to come back. Yeah. Um, they were probably hoping to be in a better spot, but they aren't. Um, also, let's, let's talk about the Jazz because we're in Utah. Uh, they're just kind of what we expected, yeah. kind of mid-team. Uh, I mean, the Jazz don't have a reason to tank. They don't yeah. have their first-round pick. Um, They're just playing. Their main problem is they have a Walker-Kessler problem. Walker-Kessler being hurt really exposes them rebounding-wise. I mean, if Laurie Markin is your leading rebounder with Walker-Kessler off the floor, like you pro- you got some problems. Yeah. So they really need Walker-Kessler to come back and get back to that last-year version where he was all defensive-looking center, looked mm-hmm. better than Rudy Gobert. So if they can get him back, they can – be a decent team. Yeah. I mean, good sign is Keontae George, their rookie, is looking good. So Their rookie does look right good. Spot. Yeah. And Markkinen seems like the same player as he was last year. It wasn't a fluke. But like you said, we should trade him. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said with the rebounding, if you get someone to rebound, that takes pressure off of Markkinen. Yeah. So you can focus more on scoring and leading the offense like that. And finally, I have to talk about my boy Poole. <laughs> uh, He's having the time of his life out there. Jordan Poole, Fool's Gold. It's funny. Like, any interaction you see of him, it's like he goes to the bench, the coach is writing up a play or whatever, and he's, like, talking and just, like, saying, this is my team, I got yeah. this. Like, what? He literally <laughs> said, I got my ring. Who yeah. cares? I, I got my ring. That's yeah. all he cares about. He's just having fun now. Literally. Like, props to him. Yeah. The Wizards suck, but props to him. And I've seen reports the Wizards are trying to move him. It's like, I mean, what team kind of wants him? Like, if you're going to have that attitude, right? Like, you know. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Like, he has to change his attitude if he goes to a different team. Because, like, right now it's just, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens to him. Obviously, you know, everyone thought he would be, like, going off, scoring 20, 30. But, you know, it's just the same. I think it's about what we expected. Same thing, you know. Yeah. Shoot a lot of shots and miss a lot of them. Have a lot of memeable moments. And yeah. Just have a good time. And Him and, and Kuzma are... are uh, menaces and then the occasional house of highlights top 10 yeah, shot to the fool yeah because <laughs> he will he will make those insane plays like yeah the dribbling stuff but yeah it's jordan pool we know yeah. who he is now but um, i wanted to, to go into our final thoughts for today just the end season tournament we've gone in about a week and a half three days worth of sample now we got to see the courts the brand new courts look kind of some of them are better than others Let's the Warriors court looks good. I think the I like Warriors, the Warriors court. The Warriors might like I'm biased, but it might be the best because like, it looks kind of normal. Yes, it's the most like eye like yeah. appealing. Like I'd say, even the Celtics doesn't look yeah, bad. If you have any like brown or gold, you yeah. look good. But like but then, the, like the Bulls blue and the Blazers, and the red. It's like eye popping, like neon red. Like I'd even take the the Suns purple over some of those blues and reds. They're There's, just too much. It's too much. I, I mean, like as a fan. I'm fine with it because, like, oh, like, I'm watching a game. Yeah. But I, if I was playing, I feel like it'd be trippy. Like, I feel like I wouldn't like it as much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the pl- it, it looks good when you're wearing the City Edition jerseys with the court. 
because they kind of match. So yeah. it looks good with the players playing on the court. But, like, I think overall the NCAA tournament's been a success. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not add some more incentive during the beginning of this season? Like, there's nothing to lose. And so they just, you know, made it better. Um, even yeah, exactly. though sometimes, like, it's, I don't know, as a fan, maybe it's hard to understand if you're just a casual fan. I mean, it's really not uh, hard. It's yeah, like yeah. certain days count for the record, yeah. and the best teams move forward. Like. Yeah. And I think in, in Vegas, it'll be lit. Oh, like, Vegas, you're going to go crazy. That's going to be a good time. Try and go there, man. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll see. finals and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think it's a success. I mean, we don't, we haven't even seen it. Yeah, I mean, but. we're seeing, like, teams that are winning the NCAA tournament games that we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe we'll get some random team that has no shot winning the championship win the in-season yeah. tournament, which means super exciting for some fans. Like, I just noted that with the the Pistons. I don't yeah. know if they've won, but their games have been a lot closer to, like, yeah. the, their All the in-season tournament games have been super close. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we're getting the fights. I mean, AD's fighting Desmond Bain. Obviously, Draymond's fighting Gobert. Yeah. Um, it's probably not because of the in-season tournament, but we can say it is yeah. to make the in-season tournament sound better. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Coincidence, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's wrap it up with our bets, of course. We only have two today. Last time, Corey won. He's off to a strong start as usual. 1-0. Got, got to stay 1-0 if you want to go undefeated, you know. <laughs> so um, he gets the honors to pick first. So the first game is the Nets at Heat. The Heat are a minus four favorite at home. I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to take the Nets. I think Mikael Bridges goes in there, and I think he keeps it close. There you go, yeah. Um... At the Heat, too. That's a good one. Uh, next, we have Thunder at Warriors. Uh, Warriors are without Curry and Draymond. Who's going to step up? We don't know. I don't know if I'm going to pick my team. Wow. I'm going to pick the Thunder because I'm going to root for the Warriors, and if they lose... He's hedging his bets. for the Thunder. He's so. hedging his bets. So I got you on that wow. one. Wow. That's surprising. <laughs> wow. I See, mean, I like the bet. I think... The Warriors are struggling, but I think they, I think they can pull the dub. They can, they can. Um, they're at home. Clay can have a game. Wiggins can hopefully have emerge from a slump. Um, and you know the come Kaminga and Moody's of the world can play well as well. Yeah, and Saric, don't forget about him. Oh yeah, the goat Dario Saric. He's our best player, man. <laughs> Love Dario Saric, baby. <laughs> what a pickup. <laughs> Oh my guy. Shout out Dario Saric. Only if Chris Paul can learn how to shoot. Oh yeah, Chris Paul. Real quick, that no that one has looked. Play. No one has looked worse in the jersey than Chris Paul. That's true. Man yeah. looks like walking Photoshop on the Warriors. Yeah, it's kind of like a thumb. It like, does not look really <laughs> like. Like man, he's he's playing well. He's doing good in six man role. Yeah. But like, it does not look great to no, see him in the Warriors jersey. And that last play, I don't know if you saw it, but he kicked it out. He, like, had a wide-open mid-range, like his go-to yeah. bread and brother. Kicks it out to Saric, quarter three, close yeah. out Gobert, Gobert blocks it. It's like, I would kick it out to the go-to, just saying. <laughs> Dario Saric is that guy. <laughs> but watch out for Dario, super Dario. Uh, <laughs> never thought I'd say that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for us on Four Wins in June. We'll see you next time.